Yo, welcome back to the podcast. It is our third episode. And yes, we are finally christened uh, this episode with a name. It is going to be called Through the Late Night. Thanks to uh, my two, my host and my guest on this podcast, this very special podcast. They helped me come up with it. And co-host, you there? Yeah, I'm here, Masood. I'm, I'm back after a long time. After a bit. I got snaked out in the last last episode, <laughs> not included for no reason. But then we have our guests here on on the podcast through the late night. Here, there's Jamal here, who's our friend from Yo. school. Hi, <laughs> people. people. So today is the uh, the tenth of September on a Friday. I don't know when we released. The first one that I was actually in. Oh man, that was ages ago. I think it was like half a year ago. I yeah. Think it was in March. Yeah, I just remember being like super bored, wanting to do something different, wanting to. The first have to look back on. Yeah. 19th of March. So it has been a long time. But anyway, how are, how are you two today, Masood, Jamal? Yeah. How are you? Great to be honest. I mean, it's, I'm I'm pretty good for you. Um, yeah, I think we are all hopefully going to wireless tomorrow, so looking forward to that. We're gonna see some, some, uh, good good music, Masood. You looking forward to that? Uh, yeah, hopefully I go. I don't know if I'm going like yet, but hopefully, <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, it was only recently I went to my first festival. I guess concert and it was like so much fun like just the experience go like with a bunch of like minded people just like jumping and screaming and what not yeah your voice your, I mean both of you went were your, were your voices just like gone <laughs> midway through there was a stage where I just lost my voice completely and it was just like I was just miming words but it was still <laughs> a great experience like I was still going for it and then it came back and it went again but yeah no it was worth it yeah it was when I went to Reading it was just like within three hours it just kind of hurt to like sing like when I went to the festival it was like the first time I'd like gone out like that week for like something longer than an hour and oh my after jumping up and down my calves oh my i was like mid mid jump i was getting cramps and it was just Uh, um, so should we get into uh into the yes yeah let's get into it what do you guys want to start with um education Jamal, you gonna lead this? Education? Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Well, um, I think, well, I don't know if it's known to the listeners yet, but our school, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't assume it's a big topic of conversation, but our school is the majority white school, which is not a bad thing, yeah. it's just an observation, it's a factual just statement. And, uh, Mrs. Um, and I, Obviously, minorities are not white students or white kids, so obviously, like, <sighs> navigating our way through this education system in a majority, like, white collective is obviously a different experience. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, I think that's our first topic, right? I mean, yeah, it is. So obviously, I'm just white and <laughs> I'm Scottish, but you know, British, English, whatever. So I'm, I'm, so I'm like kind of that, you know, just white male. <laughs> 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 I mean, it feels it just feels like like normal to me to, because to be fair I haven't I haven't been to another secondary school so I don't know if it's different to other secondary schools or not but the other day we had some assembly where a woman was talking about like sexism and how it's not like even really our fault all the time because the world is just built for men so maybe it's kind of like in in England and other like predominantly white countries it's just like built for white people and it's difficult for for people of colour to kind of I don't know I mean I'm not really sure on the matter to be honest but maybe I mean, just to honest, to I think um, what's it England is a pretty I mean London especially is a pretty diverse like city compared to other places in England and I think yeah like you said it's kind of the norm uh, like even my primary school it wasn't it wasn't predominantly white it was like pretty mixed so I think I don't know it just seems normal to me it doesn't seem too strange I don't I don't like see that there's predominantly it's predominantly white and that there are so many white people I mean I, I just like even though Dulwich, even though Dulwich, I mean, it is it is mainly uh, white and whatever. It's not like as it's bad. It's overwhelming. If you two went, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, it's not overwhelming. Went oh, it's like, uh, in like bloody, I don't know, like Yorkshire or something, just a random place. Like yeah. probably like racist on the daily because you'd be the only black people there probably. Um, I mean. Like, for me at least, it was, like, complete opposite. Like, when I came to Dulwich, at my past two schools, I'd been the only black person in the whole school from, like, reception to year, year eight. So, like, before I joined Dulwich. So, when I joined Dulwich is when I realised, like, bro, I was in white education, like, to, like, to my knees. Like, there was no black people. And I went to Dulwich and, like, saw and, like, befriended, like, black people within, like, school. It was when I actually realised, like, raw, like, black people, like, I, I can go to school with people that look like me like, <laughs> from where I'm from because the fact that I've been so used to just being surrounded by white people. It wasn't even the fact that I was, like, like, I wasn't treated bad or treated different. It was just the fact that I'd never even noticed it until I got to Dulwich because of the fact that I noticed the, like, huge difference in, like, people. Like, they were actually... I think Dulwich is a good mix of just people. It's not yeah. I mean, purely white. It's like a lot of... Uh, like, at my old school, it was a... Like, a state school. So it was, like, quite mixed. But it wasn't, like, really loads more mixed than Dulwich like Dulwich do have a lot of kind of people from like Asia a lot of people from everywhere so it's it's good but then again like I don't know there have been stories about racism and whatever at Dulwich not just at Dulwich at other schools so it's yeah. I mean racism will be everywhere and it'll be a problem which we like, have like for a long time and I mean the, the only time racism is going our way is in like hundreds and hundreds of years yeah, of I, I don't like I feel like 
there's always just going to be like one person. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of similar to when people say like men and women will be equal. Like you can, I'm all up for like trying to make it as equal as possible, but in in reality, I don't think it's ever going to like get to fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. Everyone's equal. I don't know. That's just my take. Because, like, there is always that one person. Like, there's always that one person that kind of just ends up, like, you know, abusing their wife or whatever, or just, like, you know, even if it's just, a, a, like, you know, even if it's, like, really, really, really rare, it still yeah. does happen that kind of, like, black people are just beaten up on nights out and, like, you know, given, like, aggro by the police and whatever. Although, yeah. although you know, I'm not. I'm. I'm hoping it's getting better. I think BLM was actually quite a good thing for it because yeah. I mean, I, I have no idea, but people are much more aware of it. I assume. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think the police force in England is much better than in America when it comes down to uh, racially yeah. discriminating against. Uh, the thing I don't understand is, like, why bloody, like, Hungarians just, like, don't take the knee during, like, football matches. Yeah, so be, to be honest, I'm glad you touched on that. Um, I have no idea. Like, yeah, no, like, but, um, like, even, not even talking about Hungarians, talking about black people as well, like, a lot of black people refuse to, like, take the knee. I saw, like, a, a really interesting interview by, on, like, Zaha, yeah, saying, like, he refused to take the knee because it sort of was, like, just, it was diminishing and, like, it was belittling almost. And in a way, I kind of understood what you're saying, like... That's what he means, because for a black person to not take the knee is kind of saying, I don't want you guys to take a knee, I want change to happen, or, like, you know, yeah, I don't... Physically, yeah. You can say that you respect it or whatever, but until there's no racism, I'm, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. understand why, like, bloody, like, Czech Republic and all those kind of, like... like yeah. <laughs> It's just like that because they're all just white and they just like genuinely are just racist like Austrians. Yeah. Like, I don't get that, but I mean it's a thing which which just needs a lot of work. Like parts parts of the world are like less advanced in the battle against racism than others. Then like so I'm not I'm not surprised to be honest. And I don't even think it's necessarily like I mean it probably is kind of racism, but a lot of it's just uneducation as well. Like people just not really knowing what they're doing or what it's really about. So, yeah, I guess. You can't, you can't excuse, like... No, that's not an excuse, man. I mean, when, when people are born like, with, like, not even seeing, like, a single black person just surrounded by white yeah, people... Yeah, exactly. ...that, like, are already better. racist, they just, they learn what yeah. the people above them have, like, done, and they just, like, kind of yeah, yeah. go with it. I mean... It's not their fault exactly for picking it up, but they should probably learn about what they're actually doing and like make a stand. So, yeah. do you guys on the on the whole though? Do you guys like balance? Do you think is good or worse or or better than your old schools? It's with- for me. It's definitely better than my old schools, but um, I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I've actually said this to anyone yet. But um, at the end of like last year, I almost like switched schools to Nassim as well. I mean, I had a place there, but I decided to stay like last minute. But I was like pretty, I was pretty firm on going, but I ended up staying. I don't think I said this any. Well, I have. Yeah. I said this to people, but 
Pardon? Did you do the exam? Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't even need to do an exam. It was basically just my GCSEs. Oh, right, yeah. But, like, Jad had done a provisional, so that's, that's a bit different. But for me, yeah, it was just based on my, like, GCSEs. I did it quite last minute, but because the GCSE grades were calm, they allowed it. Yeah. Like, high jump as well, so. It was, um, we, yeah. we'll get, we did all get lucky. Yeah. Because I don't know, <laughs> like, both did, like, pretty well. But the way that my GCSEs are fully undeserved, like... <laughs> yes, word, word. I, I, you know, don't get me... I'm not putting myself down, but I kind of... But, like, I should have got a few of the nines that I got, maybe, and then, like, mo- like, a f- like half sevens, half eight for the rest. But I just got mostly nines, and then one Same eight. Same um, But, yeah, that's mad that you nearly changed school, because we are now... We are now in year 12, which for, for our foreigners is, is uh, 16 years old. Um, nearly seven, or turning 17, so, well, Jamal, you're not nearly 17, you're. <laughs> okay, don't violate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting, we're growing, we're growing old. It's weird to see everyone else that's just smaller than us. Yeah. Like, we used to be those guys. Thinking, oh, who are those tall people going into the Lord George doing whatever in that building, isolated for the rest of the school? I'm like, oh my, it is so weird how we're growing up. Like, it feels like just yesterday, you know, like well, in year seven, playing on the fields. It's strange because I don't particularly feel like growing up. Like, yeah. Just we look, just like yeah, like I go to the yeah. I go to or whatever, and I'm standing next to some like year nine, and I could just sit on him yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting figure of speech, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, like you don't realize until you like look at yourself in the mirror. Like now, now we're in suits, no uniforms, especially. I remember on the first day, I was like, like wow, like, I actually look like a man. Like I look like I look old. Like, I don't look like a soldier anymore. <laughs> So it's like I get what you mean. We've grown like it's no longer like a figure of speech. Like oh, we're growing up. Like we're fully like we're almost there. We're almost adults now. So it's like bro. No, because next year we will be turning like adults. And realistically, yeah. between this us this year and next year is like just a bit of facial hair, and then we're done. Like it's just not much. So we are pretty much growing up. It's weird to think I'm gonna be. Yeah. I'm gonna miss secondary school, but university. Hopefully, if we if I go, will be be good. If you go. Well, if I get into one, you'll get probably, into one. Probably, yeah. I promise you'll get into one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to university. Yeah, I mean, I know you want to go to which university do you want to go to, Jamal? Do you know? I was actually just... I was speaking to my parents the other day about it, like because we were looking at a few. But I've sort of nailed it down, like to which one exactly. But I want to go to like a good USC me. I just want to go to the US, but like, yeah, um, yeah we're hung, I don't know exactly, because obviously I still need to choose like what degree I'm going to do, and then if like I want to continue, like oh, obviously I'm going to continue doing like athletics and stuff, but like which unis have the best like track and field programs and stuff, so it all depends, like it's too early, but like definitely US, I know for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's the aim or hope. Because yeah, you're good at athletics, high jump. It's in here. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but did you know, I heard on the news this morning that that Biden is getting fed up with those in America that haven't taken their vaccine. And uh, so, yeah, if you do that, then well, you're going to well, have to take the vaccine. Well, well. We... we <laughs> Our listeners, if you if you're if you're one of our friends, you 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 might you might know the ridiculous the ridiculousness of Jamal's theories. But if you're a new listener, I mean, it's not really ridiculous. It's just like common sense. Like it's just (laughs) anti-vaxxer. I'm 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 not anti-vaxxer. I'm just (laughs) that uses very precautious. Like I just I just think I don't just I'm, I'm not a sheep. Like I just think about. Everything. <laughs> and some people, I think people are just too scared. Like, I think fear. Like, people don't realise how much the government and media uses fear into controlling people and controlling our lives. <laughs> they don't stop and think for a second, like, wait a second, am I stupid? Like, there's something wrong with my head. Like, am so I last year, when we were, like, learning about vaccines, we just, like... There's literally science behind it. Yeah, you still. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I hear that. Yeah, I'm not. No, obviously, I know about vaccines and stuff. But first of all, the the science behind it is only like an immediate science. I, there's, there's no way of there's no way of finding out any sort of long term like consequences of taking the vaccine. Like there's and there's not enough time or research that has gone into the vaccine for me to go and jab myself with it. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I'm not right in the future, I would take it. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think you might be right. Still. I mean, I, I want to take it, but purely because I don't want to be, uh, like, you know, I don't want my life to kind of be prohibited by it. And I think if it comes to that, you, you'll probably end up having to take it as well. But I'm. I mean, like, if you can get by without without having... Yeah, I mean, yeah, for I'll get by for as long as I can if I haven't take it. If there's probably will be a situation where I have to take it. If I have to do some black market madness to get out of it, then <laughs> that is what I have to do. But if there's no way, then I'll have to just take it. But I'd rather not take it. Not for a while, at least, just to see how it affects different people. Because mm-hmm. as much as people don't like to accept it, a lot of people have had, like, weird reactions to it. There's lots of different variations of it. Like, it's, there's not, I don't think it's consistent enough for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to take this. or trust in this fully. I, I've actually taken the vaccine. So it's kind of, you've take, you're against it fully. And I've just got along with it. I'm one of the sheep part of the government's I mean, plan. I you, obviously. And I, think, I mean, I hope you'll be fine, but you took a risk. I hope so, you're, too. You're a gambler. <laughs> I respect to a degree, but at the same time, you never know. Like, you never know. Never well, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you if I drop it in one day. Yeah. But the thing is, that if that does happen, it. they'll say, oh, you had underlying whatever. So it's just like an L. Yeah. I, I, I've heard, though, like, apparently in water, in water, like, in the taps or something, they like, the government put like controlling things like the landscape, the water. So okay, even I find this is a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The government are beaky. The government not too trusted. 
Mm. Especially, but like this government a bit, a bit, a bit more, I guess. But still, there's a lot of stuff which we don't know, a lot of covert stuff which we just don't know about. But you know, the vaccine, I don't know, it's just a bit of a gamble. I think there's not enough research and like evidence and examples of just, like calm stuff happening for me to take it. But yeah, I can, I can understand where you're coming from. Like, if I was in your position, I wouldn't take it either. But I mean. I don't, I don't really know why I took it. I guess I just felt like it was a it was an obligation just to yeah, just do it and don't and don't really think about it. Yeah. But which I guess is kind of what you were saying to be fair. Although yes, yeah, although, people don't really know what to take. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I think is uh, I th- I think is ridiculous to be honest. But you know, whatever. Each day, each day. Yeah, each day. I mean, in the long run, we all know by the end when end day comes, <laughs> we'll know he was right or wrong. But I don't know. It's funny. The vaccine could be perfectly fine. Like. I, I'm not saying that the vaccine is a definite, like, you're going to die if you take it. I'm just saying, do we really know? Like, it is a gamble, it is a risk, because we don't know exactly what... We haven't done our research as individuals, let alone, like, I think scientists have done enough uh, research. I think about it, COVID has just come out of nowhere, realistically, and just mashed out the world. And, like, it's had all scientists, like, on their feet, trying to find some sort of, like, cure, some sort of way to turn this around. So not it's going to be it's got, to a degree it will be rushed because obviously this has like been made in like less than a year and it's been like almost like forced to be made like it's not something that's that's been found it's like a rush to find the cure so it's kind of like you know you don't you never know and like, I'm just that, skeptical. Yeah. That is the case with a lot of a lot of. Uh... A lot of kind of like like vaccines, they kind of just and I get your point. Like with the smallpox one, that like probably actually did work, mm. but and, but you know they kind of just have to create something. So like yeah. you know whatever they've got to they've got to they've got to think of something. So yeah, yeah. So we want to kind of know how the listeners find this podcast since we haven't really got that much feedback. I mean. I go around the school sometimes and I get just like random friends fans. saying the fans <laughs> fans sure <laughs> yeah they're just like oh I listened to the podcast the other day oh it was actually pretty good yeah, um, yeah. so far I've only had um, I've had Freddy uh, MJ Dennis uh, and then a couple other people mainly just people from the Twitter sorry Aaron Kelsey is a big fan. Oh yeah, Aaron Kelsey. Guests queuing up. Jamal, you're lucky that you are. I mean, I was about to say myself. Like, even I'm a guest, I'm also a big fan as well. So, like, I've listened to them all. So, you know, I'm updated. You pre-booked it quite early. I had to. I, I knew this would be the next big thing, so I had to jump on that. You know, I had to jump on it quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we we should get like a Q and A going. Yeah. But the thing is, it's gonna be like eight people because we've got like <laughs> eight people that have actually like eight individuals that have just listened to it like multiple times, like for like two minutes to get the view, the the the, the, the what do you call it listens up. But yeah. but yeah, I think we're doing we're doing really well to be honest. I think we are. I mean, to be honest, I put more effort into this than. <laughs> A lot of other things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just, just 
it's innovative and interesting and like very individual so like not no one else really doing it like that like we know at least so I respect it yeah well it did just it, we were just bored and just what it really came from the inspiration was was David Dobrik's podcast because we both did this yeah. and it was you know you can like David Dobrik or you can hate him but it was quite funny just listening to their, their their like crazy crazy life and their stories, and while our podcast may not be quite as good, it was something we we thought we'd do. But yeah, yeah. next next time you listeners are on Spotify, check for the instead of going on to like Travis or whatever, <laughs> go on to uh, oh, through the night. <laughs> yeah, go through the night, through the night. Are you going to take the fact that that Jamal just said, "Oh God, Travis"? I mean, oh, I mean, uh, I've, I've, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have this like weird stance on like music and who's better, who's not, because. I feel like every time I try and argue my case when it comes to music, I just end up being on the losing side and just. To be fair, I do like I do I do I am not a, a fanatic music fan, but I do like I do I don't mind a bit of Travis Scott, but I'm not. I, I, it is a bit weird. You are a bit sexual. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Travis is not a bad artist at like he's not like you couldn't you can't put the you can't put bad and Travis next to each other. Like he's a solid artist, yeah, he's a good artist. But yeah. you man's dedication and like like your just love for Travis is just a bit excessive. Like. Okay, see. I have I have my reasoning, I have my reasoning. So imagine a world where everyone just thought like everyone had the same opinion of the goat and that was their favorite player musician whatever whatever the world would just be all the same there wouldn't be any any different people and i think i'm i'm paving the way to a, a diverse world i'm just because i like someone random someone that just makes me feel good i could just vibe with i think everyone should have their own like kind of odd like favorite person or whatever so they can enjoy I, themselves yeah i completely understand what you mean with that because like you should have your one person that you know maybe is not so mainstream and whatever but you just really love them and like look up to them whether that's a musician or like a sportsman or like a just a celebrity or whatever but you know it is it, it is a bit weird like some of the stuff that you said about Trav, travis Yo, apparently but that's the thing, though, like, as much as Travis, like, like, Travis is pretty mainstream. I mean, like, that's the thing I find so strange, that, like, he has a lot of followers, and he has a huge, like, following, like, whatever he does, his fans follow and, like, love and do. But I don't get why. Like, I don't know why he's so followed, why he's, like, an icon. To be fair, to be fair, I'm, I like, I like Travis here, but I'm siding with, uh, with Jamal and Dave on this one because thank you like, I mean I don't think there's a comp- like there's no conversation like he's British that's the only reason why the streams aren't quite there but like lyrically like everything is just it's, it's like I'm par- like it's, it's disgusting he's smart and, not, and better to listen to most of them and and like even, and he's just like kind of like cool as well yeah I mean, he is he's a very just, just I don't know much about Travis to be fair but but you know, 
I mean, I can, I can respect Dave as being one of the greatest rappers of, like, all time. Definitely, maybe, best ever out of England, London, UK, whatever. But um, going back on what you said, why Trav has so many, like, followers, people who do whatever, I think it's just because, I don't know, maybe people our age pretty bogged down with schoolwork. We don't really have an escape. And Travis is just like, he's a relatable guy, I think. Well, for me, at least. Because he's just a regular guy that just did what he loved and made it big. And he's like, when he, whenever he does a concert, he gets the whole crowd like going with him. Everyone like involved and like it's just like he's just a person that you can like feel good around, like you can relate to, like whatever's happening in your life, you can just rage with him. Yeah, especially if you really like, if you really follow him and you're a diehard fan and you kind of like you enjoy everything about him, then if you like him as a person as well, then that's that's even better. But um, I saw, so I saw Dave live. And it was sick. You saw Dave live. Oh yeah, Reading. Oh yeah, Reading. Oh yeah, Reading. <laughs> and that wasn't even Dave live. That was Dave that was Stormzy. Like, like yeah, it was incredible. Like it was nuts. Everyone just went crazy. Um, but but I also oh, saw it in the Fortnite concert, and that was also <laughs> was also actually like you can laugh as much as you want, like as Fortnite concert, whatever. But it was honestly sick. Like, it was the best concert ever. I've was... seen him at the Fortnite and like live as well, wireless, a couple of years ago. And like, he is like, he does this, I'm not gonna lie, he does this thing on stage, he gets the crowd like pumped. Rage. Like, ready. Yeah, no, he's a lit, he's a lit guy, he's a lit performer. But it's just more the fact that his fans are just like, it, go, it stretches beyond like the music. Like, like I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, see the, like, the one with like Kylie Jenner. Yeah, yeah. Kylie Jenner. Uh, apart from Kylie Jenner, I don't really see what else like he does. Yeah. <laughs> He's just someone that that's made it big. And I mean, to, like when you look for a role model, I don't, I don't really know who you're gonna look for. But for me, I'm gonna choose someone who was in a similar position to me at least, and, like, was successful in whatever they did, and, like, made it out of, like, whatever, and made it successful. And, I mean, Travis, like, pretty much, I think the story with him was he got, like, kicked out of his, by his mum, went to LA, started making beats, started building people that he knew, and, like, from there, he just pretty much blew up. And I think he's just... He's just, uh, he's just a relatable guy. No, he, he has a nice story, probably. But if you compare his story to the story of, like, Dave, it's, like, <laughs> next level. Like, I'm not even trying to guess Dave, but, but Dave's story. Like, when I think about Dave's story, yeah, and he talks about his story, sometimes I'm like, like, how? How are you doing what you're doing now? Coming from what you went through and, like, surviving it and being as big and positive, like, positive influence as he is. Considering all the negativity he's been around, his Dave's brother's story? going to prison for like life. His dad just cut in. His mum like suffering as an immigrant, like going working hard, job to job, like just trying to put food on their table and stuff. Like it's just like I don't know. It's just different. Like he taught himself the piano. Like it's just it's Dave's just apart. Like when I speak about Dave, I just get like upset. 
Because, like, I don't understand. I shouldn't even have to have this conversation. Like, people should just love, like, yeah. like and understand. Like, it's just so, like, he's yeah. a different level. Like, he's I, just I can see why. Admiring on levels. Yeah. I don't know how he did what he did. It's cool, though, because, like, Stormzy, Dave, and, like, UK artists and celebrities, it's like anyone just from the UK like I can just I kind of almost automatically just like more than the US people because yeah, yeah. Like, you see Dave, a picture of Dave like like even Dave in his song when he's like tooting Mitch and Lust or like Lust yeah, yeah, just pleased yeah. as you do yeah. Yeah, yeah I live like next to tooting or whatever so that, that I mean that, like you know and then you never hear Travis Scott going on about like even London yeah <laughs> yeah true. That's why you can kind of like more. Dave mentioned Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, I did love Juice Wrld. Before he died, he was like my favorite artist. I mean, he still is like one of my favorite artists because obviously music's coming out less like regularly. But when he was alive, like Juice Wrld, it was like my, I, I don't know why. Juice. I just felt Juice, Juice Wrld. Yeah, Rip Juice, but Juice was next level as well. Can't lie. Juice or Dave? <laughs> Right, no, right now, right now, I'd definitely say, like, Dave, but certain stages of my life, I was, like, definitely Juice WRLD. What's this fanboy? Yeah, no, definitely, I can't lie, those stages where, like, Juice WRLD was, like, all I'd listen to and repeat, and sometimes, like, the same song just on repeat, like, ten times, like, song I'd listen to, like, so many times, like, I remember I got my Spotify, like, notification on how many hours I'd listened to, like, Juice WRLD. And, like, it was something mad, like, 250 hours of Juice WRLD. Oh, and I was just, like, something stupid, yeah, because I don't, I just, yeah, he's, like, my most listened Spotify artists. Even more than Dave. Yeah, the, the Legends Never Die and the Goodbye and Good Riddance album. Yeah. You can listen to both of them, just as the, as, as the whole playlist or whatever. Yeah. And they're, just, they're both great. I, 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 I'm Rip Juice, man. Great, Tom. Who are your little favorite artists? Like, I'm. I feel like you listen to like a wide spectrum of people. I don't. Yeah, I don't really have a uh, a diet. Like, I've never. It's weird because I've never been like massively into into music, and I just kind of like listen to uh listen to it like you know on the way to school a bit, just like shuffle and whatever. But I have. I did go through a, a bit of a phase. Like it's kind of sad as well because, like when XX Tentacion died and when Juice World died, like their them dying like made me listen to them. <laughs> like I had no idea who they were before, so and I kind of wish that I knew who they were so I could be like excited about their album releases or whatever. Yeah. So, so yeah. But I mean, I listened to um, I listened to J Cole for a bit. I listened to him and like Post Malone. Um, yeah. kind of just like whatever songs that I've heard, but yeah, mm. Ooh, I don't, I don't mind. Mm. And also, I have to ask this question because I, I, a lot of people, this is very controversial. But do you man rate like Lil Baby or not? Because <laughs> I think Lil Baby is hard. <laughs> like I think he's cold, like next level fire. Not, not in the, not in the same way that Dave is. Like, I wouldn't say he's so conscious. But like his music gets me gassed. <laughs> like mm. his flows and stuff just excite me. Um, I mean, 
when I first start, first started getting into music, I would like listen to this YouTube channel that like gave out like forty top like rap songs of the week, and like I found one of Lil Baby's songs on there. And I don't, I can't remember which one it was, but I like rated it so much. But I don't, since then, I've only like pretty much listened to his like mainstream songs. I haven't like properly like yeah. listened to one of his albums. If I could not name you a single. <laughs> baby song I have more just, just, just listen and your ears will literally just like <laughs> your ears will just like dilate and your ears will just get gas like when I listen to Lil Baby like after especially after a long time where I haven't had him for a while I'm just like what am I like it's just too mad like, I don't know how he does it yeah but you like, like you know how to not like you know how to listen to music but like you've listened to a lot of music like you know who's good and what's not like I just kind of like listen to whatever and if it just sounds awful then I skip but the rest yeah. of it just like a lot of people say his like accent throws them I yeah. can't hear what you're saying like it sounds like gibberish but if you actually like listen and you get past that and pick it up like over time you like appreciate how like sick he is and he's just killing it right now as well like with the Drake, Donda, CLB, both both songs he featured on each album, both oh, the most streamed songs on each album. So like he's just killing it. Like he's the real winner out of them two. Is he on Drake? Is he on Drake's album and Kanye? Yeah, yeah, he's on Wait, what, what were the songs? Uh, uh, girls want girls and on Hur- and Hurricane. The one with Hurricane. The one with the yeah. Those are two big ones, I saw. Yeah, those yeah. are yeah, they're both the most streamed ones. I don't know if it's the same still, but before it was. Which I think's sick. Like Those wherever he goes, he kills. Or champagne. What's it called? What's that? Champagne up? poetry. Certified lover boy. Is that what it's called? Uh, yeah. yeah. What, which one do you guys prefer? Mm. I prefer Kanye. I don't. I don't. I haven't really listened to enough of the two albums to say which album's better, but. Um, I would be more like excited if Kanye released an album than da- than Drake. Yeah, just I because. think like Kanye's one's more exciting, but like if I'm being realistic, in a couple months' time when I listen to more, like the songs I listen to more from it will definitely be Drake's one. But only like only because I rate the little baby feet like his features just crazy. Spitting <laughs> bars, it was hard. <laughs> and he just like, he killed the Kanye one as well. But he had a very small verse and like the weekend was just singing kind of. Whereas yeah. in this one he just went like he went at it and I was went like, off. wait. Like, it was mad. Yeah, I mean well for me. Um so I started off like fully Donda, Donda, whatever. I didn't really pay much mind to Drake because I like I listened to a few songs and I like just dismissed them as like just Drake songs. It because when I listened to an album Normally, I just listen to something that, like, I want to hear something that catches me and that just, like, jumps out and that's different. And Kanye, like, he's, like, super experimental and he, like, does whatever. So I was, like, instantly more attracted to that one. But recently, I've been listening to CLB a bit more and I'm, like, slowly appreciating it more and more. But I'll still say I'm still donned over CLB. Yeah. Um, maybe it will kind of like change in the future when you like know the songs off by heart. But like for me, yeah. like Kanye's got loads of six six songs. Drake's got like quite a few six songs. 
but in these two albums there's neither that like stand out as just like me like put always putting that song in my playlist you know what i mean yeah. I don't know. yeah no no i hear you i hear you completely i get that but i mean i think the one with little baby will be here <laughs> i can't lie i'm a bit biased but i just think it'll just like it's just like it's just a vibe it's yeah. just a vibe and it's kind of catchy and just like funny at the same time like the, the bars are kind of funny like but um yeah no they're both two icons of in their own right so like, the whole beefing thing as well i think as much as they probably don't like each other as well as a bit of just a publicity stunt to get like attention to that both their albums like, it's very convenient time that they beef each other right before both their albums drop and like obviously it's just industry games and stuff but like, they haven't been good friends in like, a long time but at the same time it's very convenient for both of them yeah so, okay well, I yeah i think we've we've said enough we've, yeah. we've got a lot of stuff just probably said yeah we've probably gone on for about an hour i reckon yeah it's too a long time felt like two minutes Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay we'll probably just cut that bit out <laughs> but i mean this ended now what were you saying about two minutes <laughs> No, I was like, it felt like two minutes. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought you were like telling your mum, oh, two minutes. Oh, <laughs> two minutes. Anyway, um, bye guys. Thanks for listening. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye, bye guys. Yeah. Come back for more. Extra mile. Bye. Pleasure. <laughs>